Hey, beautiful lady. Have you ever been out to coffee with your girlfriends? You're hanging out, catching up on life, and it is so amazing. But then all of a sudden you get triggered and you spiral out of control mentally, emotionally. You are in this full-blown panic attack, or maybe you go through a panic attack into this shutdown kind of depressed state and you can't feel anything at all. It absolutely ruins the conversation with your girlfriend, ruins your day. And when it happens over and over again, it can feel like it begins to ruin your life. Today, we're going to talk about some new research coming out that actually has been coming out for the last 30 years, known as polyvagal theory which is going to help explain why you have these triggers, what's happening inside of you, and why it's happening. Welcome to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. My name's Laura, and I am a mental health practitioner, a Christian woman, and a survivor of mental health dysfunctions and disorders on all ends of the stress spectrum. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about stress and mental health from God's perspective, what mental health resources help to turn it all off, and how you can find peace in your mind and body no matter what storm is raging around you. We are going to be talking about some heavier topics that are not suitable for kids. So if you've got kiddos with you, grab some headphones or save this podcast for later and know that this information is simply here for educational purposes only, not to replace any advice from a trained mental or physical health care professional. If you do need resources for that, you can check out my website, which is linked in the show notes below. So settle in, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and let's learn, grow, and find peace in your mind and body together. Hey, beautiful lady, welcome back to the podcast and to our current series, What is Stress Really? This series is all about giving you an understanding of your stress and where it's coming from, looking at how God created you, why he created you this way, and how Satan is messing with that creation to create this stress that you are struggling with inside of your mind and body. We have been on a journey the last seven episodes talking about the different stages of stress. We've looked at the four different stages from good stress, which are the first two, into bad stress, the last two. And the very last one being high stress, known as fight, flight, or freeze. We've looked at your brain, how God designed it, what it's doing when you're calm in that good stress versus when you are stressed out in the bad stress. And we've looked at the nervous system, how God designed it to connect with the brain, why it's responsible or at least partially responsible for your stress and looked at what it's doing when it is calm 
in those good stress states versus when it's really stressed out in those bad stress states. And today we are going to go deeper into the nervous system and the stages of stress, expanding your knowledge and understanding of them by going into some new research known as polyvagal theory, which is a big old fancy word that just means we're looking at the vagus nerve and the many functions of your vagus nerve. We talked about that last week in the second episode on the nervous system where your vagus nerve is the main nerve in your nervous system responsible for your stress. So as we've talked about in multiple episodes before, there were some areas where we didn't really understand fully the high stress state of fight, flight, freeze. And polyvagal theory brings that to light. It answers some of those questions for us on how your nervous system moves in and out of the different states of fight, flight, freeze, and how those move in and out of no stress, where you're resting and you're peaceful, into this high stress state of fight, flight, freeze. So there was some confusion before in the understanding of the science. And in the last 30 years, this psychologist, a researcher known as Dr. Stephen Porges, has devoted his career to studying the vagus nerve and understanding the stages of stress and how the nervous system moves in and out of these stages of stress to not only give us an understanding of what this stress is and how it's happening, but to help us understand how to help people heal better. Specifically, how do we help people heal trauma, which is the typical mental wounding someone carries when they're not okay, But there's actually some cool research on how when you get your nervous system in the right state, it can help your body heal itself of physical disease. If you're in the hospital, if taking medications, doing holistic healing, how can we use the nervous system and getting you into this calm, restful state to help your body with the healing it's doing with whatever protocol you're doing? So it is fascinating what he's doing. It is a very deep, heady science. And what we're going to do today is just barely skim the surface. And I'm going to take some of this heady science and put it in layman's terms for you into some very simplistic um, examples and just understanding so that you can have an understanding of what this is and why it matters and how you can understand your stress better so that you can get the right help to turn it off. So let's start off with a brief recap of your nervous system because polyvagal theory is going to expand on your nervous system. So your nervous system has a lot of moving parts. One of those parts is called the autonomic nervous system. And this is what's responsible for your stress. Autonomic means automatic. So it is moving you in and out of these different states of peace and stress automatically because it's actually connected to your survival brain, which is also an automatic function. All of this God designed to help you stay alive in this world. And he didn't want you to have to think about how to do that. It just does it on its own. And the autonomic nervous system has two branches, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Sympathetic 
is when you're active, you're up, you're moving around. Parasympathetic is when you are inactive, meaning you're resting, you're sleeping, you're lounging, you're not moving. And both of these branches have healthy and unhealthy states. So each, both the sympathetic and the parasympathetic are going to have a healthy stage of stress, that good stress, if you will, and an unhealthy stage of stress, which is your survival mode. Unhealthy states of stress are there for a reason. They are there to keep you alive and survive danger. So when danger is present, they're supposed to come on in a short burst and help you save your life. And then when you're back in safety, they turn off and you're supposed to go back to the healthy states of stress, those healthy stages of your nervous system. When we have mental health struggles, which Satan loves to mess with us and create in us, like anxiety and trauma and other mental health issues, we begin to live in these unhealthy states more often in this irrational response of our brains. And so if you're struggling with trauma, anxiety, depression, insomnia, there's a whole slew of things. Your nervous system could be shifting you into the state of survival mode. Some of those bad stress states, which are unhealthy, when you don't need to be in them. And now you're living in those states part or all of the time and they wreak havoc on your life. They wreak havoc on your ability to function mentally, emotionally. As we talked about last week in the second part of the nervous system episode, they can create physical disease and really ramp up physical disease. So We call them unhealthy states for a reason. And it's because when you live in these stages or these states and you're not in danger, it's really detrimental on your health, both physically and mentally, emotionally. And that is going to take a toll on your spiritual health as well. Now, when we look at polyvagal theory, as I said before, it answers some questions about the high stress state that we were confused with. So there was a disconnect in the science before when we just looked at the four stages of stress from rest and digest, no stress, all the way up to fight, flight, freeze, high stress. There was this disconnect between how your nervous system shifted you between the stages of high stress. How did you go from fight or flight, which is a very active, sympathetic part of your nervous system into freeze, which is a very inactive part of your nervous system, the parasympathetic. So before the researchers and psychologists, scientists studying this knew that you would ramp up into this high stress state, but they thought high stress was one stage. They thought it was one stage and your nervous system would just go into it when you were in danger. But the nervous system is not capable of being active and inactive at the same time. You can't be running and in the same place at the same time. You can't have your sympathetic and your parasympathetic working at the same time. It's not how God designed you. So they didn't understand how this worked, but they knew enough to know that these high stress states were there 
and they knew enough to still help people heal trauma from those high stress states. Enter polyvagal theory, which created an understanding of how we move in between fight or flight, sympathetic activity, and freeze, parasympathetic inactivity. To do this, polyvagal theory has changed kind of the diagram, if you will, for how we look at stress. So instead of looking at this in a four-stage system or line, if you will, it looks at it with six stages. And today, we're just going to go into three of those because when we look at stress, we're just looking at three main stages. Specifically, we're looking at what are the three responsible for this high stress state? What are the different stages that carry you from no stress, rest and digest, where you're feeling peaceful and calm, into this high stress state of fight, flight, or freeze, which is survival mode? And how does your nervous system go from rest and digest into fight, flight, and freeze, which are sympathetic and parasympathetic? How does it do that? And how does it then come back again? And that is what polyvagal theory answers. And we're going to go through a little bit of that today. And then we're going to go through more of it next week, kind of like how we split the nervous system up into two episodes. We're going to talk about some of the stages today. And then next week, we're going to go into what it's like to really live that. What is happening psychologically and more so physiologically inside of you when you're in those different stages. It includes some information on what hormones are coming into play, as well as what different organs and bodily systems get ramped up and shut down. Very similar to the nervous system episode where we talked about fight or flight but it goes into the freeze response, which we haven't talked about yet in that capacity. And then it talks about the version of rest and digest. He changed the name of it. So it has a different name now, which we'll get into in just a moment, but it goes into the details of what you're going to live in that and why, why God designed you this way. And it brings an even deeper understanding into this survival mode. And when you're in no stress, and then when you're in survival mode, and why God designed you this way. And it just, I feel like it just brings more clarity into honoring his creation, honoring my body, even when I'm in those states. And it's part of the brokenness I carry known as trauma and PTSD and really kicking out any shame that I have for, for being broken and for being in these states I tend to feel crazy when I'm in these survival mode states, which are trauma triggers for me. And sometimes people in my life have reacted as if I'm crazy and overreacting. And while it is an irrational response of my brain and nervous system to the world around me, trauma is not logical. It's an irrational response, thinking danger is happening when it's not. But now I understand why it's happening. And I don't feel all the shame I used to for being this way, for having this trauma and for being in these different survival mode states when I'm in them. 
because now I understand God created me this way. Satan is messing with me in this way with trauma, and I'm doing the work God's calling me to to heal this. And I'm surrendering to him to let him heal this as well. And so I'm doing everything I can. It just takes time. And so now I don't have to let the shame of Satan haunt me on this and feel crazy because I understand how God created me even more. I think that's just the most powerful thing about understanding the science of your mental health is that you can silence the lies of the devil and speak truth to what he's doing and get the right help to turn it off and get rid of it. So with all that being said, let's dive into what these three stages of stress in polyvagal theory are in looking at the specifics of survival mode. So I'm going to give an example as we walk through these three stages of you with your friends and then danger comes. So we're going to walk through the stage of no stress and then the two stages of high stress as if danger actually had approached. I'm not going to pick danger and create a specific story because I don't want to trigger you and bring specifics in. But this could be a car accident, a natural disaster. This could be a person or an animal coming to harm you. Whatever it is, I'm just going to give specifics of what you feel in that moment. And then at the end, I'm going to walk through another example of what you would feel in this if there was no danger, but you were triggered with trauma and had the exact same response even if nothing was around you trying to hurt you. So stage one is no stress. We called this rest and digest, which is when you are napping, sleeping, or lounging. And this is when you are inactive. So you are in the parasympathetic part of your nervous system. And this is the healthy range of your parasympathetic. Polyvagal theory has changed the name of a lot of these things, and they call this state social engagement. It's a little confusing because you think social engagement is when you're up engaging with people. So maybe you'd be in that second stage of low stress movement and exercise. But in this case, we're looking specifically at when you are lounging. So Stephen Porges is kind of ignoring the fact that you could be sleeping. And I think that's one of his other six stages, actually. But we're looking at this state here where you're in rest and digest. You're not moving, but you're awake and you're with other people. And you are engaging socially with them in a beautiful format. This is like when you are with your friends connecting with them. So he calls this social engagement. And the technical term of your your nervous system is ventral vagal. He has given new names to the parasympathetic because he realized they have healthy and unhealthy functions, which wasn't really understood before. And so he calls this one ventral vagal. Vagal referring to your vagus nerve. And ventral is just referring to the healthy stage of social engagement. Now, in this example, let's say you're with your friends 
you are calm. You are relaxed. You're connecting with them socially. You are able to listen to them and you are able to love them in this moment. Then something happens and you flip into high stress. In a split second, your nervous system goes from calm to chaos really quick. And you suddenly are in the high stress state of fight or flight. Now, this is a very active state. This is the activity of your sympathetic nervous system. Fight to fight danger or flight to run away from danger. Polyvagal theory didn't change much here in terms of naming it. They call this fight or flight. And the technical name on your nervous system is sympathetic. So it's basically what we called it before. In our example with your friends, you are suddenly aware that something dangerous is in front of you. Something happened and you are now startled and you have flipped into survival mode. And you are now panicking. You are trying everything in your power to fight whatever danger is in front of you or get away from it as fast as you can. Now, sometimes you can't fight or run away from danger, and sometimes it's not safe to, and you won't win. So God designed you to have a different survival state called freeze. And if you can't fight or win the danger in stage two, your nervous system and brain will work in tandem to figure this out. Your brain will do the decision-making and your nervous system will send the signal to your organs and bodily systems to change function, i.e. take the action, and it will flip you into the third stage known as high stress or freeze. This is the inactive part of high stress, which is your parasympathetic. The inactive meaning you are immobilized, not moving. So polyvagal theory calls this state of your nervous system freeze, just like we have. And the technical name in your nervous system is dorsal vagal. So again, creating more of a technical name on your parasympathetic, the inactive state of rest. But in this case, dorsal is referring to the unhealthy state of freeze. And what has happened in this moment, you are with your friends Something dangerous came at you or happened, whatever it was, and you went into this panic attack where you were trying to fight or run away. And your brain, for some reason, decided that's not going to happen. That's not safe. And it shuts you down in this state of freeze. You are now immobilized, meaning you cannot move your body. If you remember in the fifth part of this series. I can't remember what episode number, but it's the fifth episode in this series on your brain. When you are in these high stress states, your cognitive function shuts offline. What that means is that you don't have any ability to think. God designed this for a very specific reason. Check that episode out. I talk talk all about it. He designed you to not think. So you don't have to think your way through surviving. You also don't have the ability to think your way through surviving. So when you're in this state, you are numb and you can't move your limbs. 
You can't fight. You can't run because your brain has said it's not safe to. So God created you to go numb and be frozen so that you couldn't do the thing that probably is going to hurt you worse. If you go into the episode part four of this series known as Fight, Flight, or Freeze, I detail what each of these individually is in your brain and body. And in the freeze, I talk about why. And I get really deep into my story and some stories of if you're a woman who's been assaulted, why you might have frozen. So check that out if you're interested. But he designed you to shut down and not move. So you won't be able to move and you won't be able to think about moving because your brain's offline or at least your thinking brain is offline. And you're also going to go numb and you're not going to feel anything at all. And we'll talk more about that next week. There's a hormonal change inside of you to gift you the ability to not feel whatever is happening to you. Now, once the danger has passed, the part of your brain that's constantly scanning your environment saying, am I safe or not? That part of your brain is part of your survival brain. In this case, it's part of your limbic system known as your mammalian brain, which is kind of the second part of your brain, if you will. And it's still online. Your survival brain does not shut offline because it is doing its job hardcore right now to keep you alive. So the part of your brain responsible for scanning your surroundings and determining safety, once it determines you are safe, it will begin to pull you out of the freeze state, that dorsal vagal, through fight or flight, sympathetic, back into social engagement, ventral vagal, where you are now resting and in the state of peace again. So these three stages, three of the six, but these are the three we look at when we look at polyvagal theory and stress. Social engagement, which is like no stress, rest and digest. Fight or flight, which is high stress, fight or flight. And then freeze, which is high stress, freeze. And your nervous system is going from parasympathetic inactivity, rest and digest where it's resting, into sympathetic, unhealthy, this survival mode state of activity, into parasympathetic, unhealthy, this survival mode state of your parasympathetic, of no activity, inactivity. And then it will go back the way it came, back through sympathetic activity, unhealthy, into parasympathetic inactivity, but the healthy range back into social engagement. So there are the two stages of high stress that are unhealthy. They're your survival mode, and you're going to go through sympathetic into parasympathetic. And then when you're safe, you'll come back through sympathetic into the healthy state of social engagement, parasympathetic. So if you tracked that, That's a lot, a lot of technical terms. What we didn't understand before was really how you moved from fight or flight into freeze and back again. And we didn't understand, did you just do one of them? Did you do both? You know, and now we do. When you read some of the research of psychologists who've studied this, 
they love polyvagal theory because they say, you know, we've worked with people with trauma and they went into fight or flight, but they also then froze. And we didn't understand how that worked. And when you don't understand how, it's harder to help people heal. And so understanding this delineation gives mental health practitioners the ability to help perform these different trauma healing techniques and gives them the wisdom of what to do when to help you or whoever they're working with heal the trauma safely and efficiently, which is such a gift. Now, as I said, once your brain determines safety, it's going to start pulling you back down through fight or flight into the state of social engagement. But it can take a while. Sometimes that can take hours. In my own lived experience with PTSD, it can take days. And it is really not ideal to have that. So this is where mental health is incredible. Mental health techniques designed for stress and trauma can pull you out of these high stress states back into social engagement, that rest and digest state of peace a lot quicker. And they do it very safely and gently. So if you are feeling like you know exactly what I'm talking about because you live this, This is where mental health can come in and really help you. It can really come in and gift you the ability to convince your brain that you're safe a lot quicker than it will do on its own. Your brain is designed by God to do everything in its power to protect you. And when it's triggered with the irrational response of trauma, it's already confused because it's just doing what it's been programmed to do, but the trauma is like a glitch in the system. And now it's scanning your environment and the trigger is still there. You know, in a, in a bunch of the episodes, I talked about this example of if I got bit by a dog while I was looking at this orange hat on my wall. Well, the dog bite is dangerous, but the orange hat isn't. But now both of them are in my brain as a trigger in this massive list that my brain has of all the things that could be dangerous in life based off what I've lived. And every time I encounter a dog, I'm going to be scared. But every time I encounter a hat or the color orange or especially an orange hat, I'm going to be triggered as well. And if this orange hat is sitting in my living room 24-7, my brain's never going to decide that I'm safe. So maybe I'm just always agitated because it always scans my environment and says that thing is still there. And I'm programmed now to fear it and to react accordingly to it. So when we have trauma and this irrational response of our nervous system going off all the time, that's when mental health really can come in and help us come out of that state. You will look at other things in your room and prove to your brain where you are and that no danger exists. And there's a lot of different techniques that do this. We'll talk about in our next series that can help convince your brain you're safe, which will tell your nervous system to change the function of your body so that you can come out of the states of high stress back into social engagement. No stress, also called rest and digest. Now, I also want to walk you through an example of these three stages of stress 
if you have trauma or anxiety or depression or any mental health dysfunction, if you will, that is an irrational response of your brain and nervous system. So in this example, you started off with your friends and I'm going to give a little more specifics in this. Let's say you are at a coffee shop with your friends. You have already gotten your coffee. Everyone has arrived and now you are settled in. No one's going anywhere for two hours. You've got a lot of catching up to do and you are comfy and cozy and physically resting you are going to be in the state of social engagement, that state known as ventral vagal or rest and digest, as we've been talking about. You are safe. You are calm. You are at peace. You are engaging socially with people you love. And everything is good. It's the no stress state. Then. And I'm going to use the the orange hat example because this is just a great setup here. Then your friend mentions something that triggers your trauma. So in the previous example, danger suddenly came into your environment and you were actually in danger. So your nervous system and brain flipped you into survival mode, that high stress state of fight or flight. In this example, there is nothing dangerous in your surroundings. This is an irrational response of your brain known as trauma and you get triggered. So let's say it's me and my friend talks about this cute orange hat she saw online and now I am freaking out. If this was you in this example, you are going to suddenly go from being calm and cozy and at peace, loving your friends and connecting with them to this insane surge of panic coursing through your veins. You are not going to be able to think straight. In fact, as we just talked about, your brain's going to, your cognitive brain's going to shut offline. You're not going to think at all. You're going to get sweaty and clammy. Your heart rate's going to speed up. Your breathing's going to get shallow. Your vision's going to get really wild and kind of blurry and bright. And you're going to get agitated. This is the state of fight or flight the sympathetic part of your nervous system that we called high stress fight or flight. So this is that first stage of high stress. Now, let's say because it's a trigger and there is no danger, your brain doesn't know what to do. Let's say your brain says, well, I can't run and get away from the danger. We better freeze. And then you go through this panic of fight or flight into freeze, that third stage in polyvagal theory, you now shut down. You're going to go numb. You are not going to feel anything physically. Maybe you feel a little bit, but mostly you're not going to feel much physically. So if your leg is crossed and your foot's going numb, you know, your foot's falling asleep, you're not going to notice that. If your coffee's too hot, you may not notice that you burnt your tongue you're really, truly not going to feel much physically. And deeper than that, especially when we look at the trauma side of this, you're going to be shut down emotionally and you're really not going to feel much emotionally. You are going to become listless and lethargic. You're probably just going to stare at the table in this catatonic-like state. 
You're not going to be able to pay attention to your girlfriends and really think about what they're saying or participate in the conversation. And you might feel really depressed in this moment. If you've ever struggled with depression, you probably related to what I just described. You get this shutdown feeling and you really can't feel much of anything and you don't really care about anything. You are really just numbed out. And this is that second part of high stress. This is why polyvagal theory is so profound to the researchers and the scientists and the mental health practitioners like myself who look at this. Fight or flight and freeze are not the same. This frozen, numbed out depression is definitely not the same as a panic attack. So this science has just been an incredible expansion to understand the differences in high stress, which is survival mode. And survival mode is part of not only saving your life, but it's part of the hangup that we have as humans in mental health. It's part of the dysfunction that we carry because of our broken, fallen world. It's part of anxiety and depression and insomnia and trauma and a million other things going on. And so the, when we can understand these differences, it really helps us get better help so that we can get out of this dysfunction and get back to thriving in the healthy states of stress that God designed you and me to live in. So what this all means to you, polyvagal theory gives us a better understanding of how God designed you and why. It gives you a better understanding of how your body moves through these different stages of stress and why. It gives us a better understanding as a mental health practitioner of how to help you turn off your stress and heal your trauma, which is the most severe kind of stress. It makes mental health work way more effective and efficient both in temporarily turning off your stress and in healing it, healing any trauma you carry. So polyvagal theory is truly this incredible expansion on our understanding of the nervous system and stress. I mean, as a mental health practitioner, this gives me so much more awareness of why you're struggling, of how it's happening and as someone offering resources to help you 24-7, I have a membership. It's linked down below. They're pre-recorded videos of me guiding these mental health techniques generically so that you have access to them 24-7. And there's a whole instruction in the beginning that says how to stay safe and what techniques to use when speaking specifically to the science. Because if you use a technique designed for fight or flight, when you are in the freeze response, it can actually hurt you. And so understanding the difference in these deeply in this scientific way helps me as a mental health practitioner offer the right information to keep you safe. And it helps you as the one struggling find the right resource for you so that you don't get hurt worse than you are and that you can get out of this stress response safely 
and effectively, but also quickly. I want this to be as efficient as possible in the gentle, loving, safe realm. I want you to be able to come back to this state of peace and rest in your mind and body gently and lovingly and quickly because you deserve that. I deserve that. I don't want any of us to stay in these high stress, unhealthy states longer than we need to to survive Satan in this world. So polyvagal theory really opens the door to understanding this high stress and getting you the right help you need to help you find peace, whether it's temporary in this moment or healing permanently in your life. Next week, we are going to go deeper into polyvagal theory, into what it feels like more in your body, more so than we talked about today, when you're in these three stages. So come back next week. We are going to live this together, looking at your physiology, looking at what hormones are changing. This is the first time we're really going to go deep on the freeze response. If you are a woman who's ever been assaulted and you froze, whether it was physically or sexually, and you froze in that moment and didn't fight or run, this is the science of why. And it sheds light on the fact that you're not bad for having done that. Your brain decided to keep you alive and that that was the safest thing in that moment. And all we have to do is learn about God's creation to praise it deeper, to get ourselves off of the shame and the blame, to just honor that God had a reason for this and our body and our brain did the right thing in that moment to keep us alive. So come back next week. I hope this episode helped. I'm praying for you. I love you. I am in this with you. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked this episode and are looking for some additional resources to help you turn off your stress, including overwhelm, anxiety, panic, and trauma triggers, check out my free mental health video linked in the show notes below. In it, I guide you through one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off all of that stress in less than five minutes no matter where you are. Truly, you can turn off your stress in under five minutes in public and no one will ever know. It's that amazing. Download it from the link in the show notes below and let me carry you back to this state of peace in your mind and body. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.